Hi, and welcome to another Kirky Free Sermons podcast. We hope that our sermons help you further your understanding of the Word of God and guide you into your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether you're tuning in on podcast or radio, we're glad that you're here today. Let's jump into this week's message. Well, it is good to be back. Um, And just, I admire and I'm encouraged as I uh, get to know some of the leadership and, and some here at the church and um, your heart for missions, uh, the the Cambodia and uh, the um, offering for Thanksgiving. Just it just it encourages me. Uh, hopefully you're encouraged as you are a body of Christ that has got a heart for uh, ministering uh, to all that's that's going on and and uh, so. As I have the privilege to come and share with you, I also have the privilege to come and get to know another family of God uh, in ministry and excited about it. Um, and and I, we've got PowerPoint here today. Um, and if I kind of forget about pushing the buttons, feel free to push the buttons up there uh, because sometimes I might get going and I get distracted and I, you know, it just, it doesn't happen. So uh, if I, if I forget and it's uh, it's kind of a rough outline, um, and I look at a rough uh, outline as something that keeps me moving forward so I land the plane. Otherwise, have you ever listened to someone who just keeps going on and on and on and on? And my wife has said, yeah, yeah okay, Ralph, just be quiet and get to work, uh, and, 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 and that. So, um, but... Uh, in my journey, as uh, some of you may remember, I um, have the opportunity to share the word uh, in pulpit supply and also with a crisis response uh, as uh, in, um, in ministry. I've been uh, going down to Kentucky and helping with flood relief. Uh, and uh, actually, Jill and I are heading out this afternoon and heading uh, towards uh, Kentucky to spend the week down there to help a church get their basement put back together. Uh, cabinets came this week, and, and uh, we're going to go and paint the ceiling black and finish up some of the electrical and, and, uh, and again, help the, the, the church in this case or some homeowners get back into their homes for Christmas. Uh, so in, in doing those two, uh, when I have a privilege to preach, uh, some of you know I, I preach through, I'm preaching through the book of Acts, and uh, that's where I want to continue, but I got a little sidetracked in November. Uh, so let me, um, let's read the text from Acts first and then uh, put it together as to um, my, my distractions here. Uh, I'm in Acts chapter 10, and starting with verse uh, 23, uh, Cornelius has had his vision, and he has uh, sent for uh, Peter, and uh, so the, the men have come for Peter and to bring him back to uh, his, uh, well, to Caesarea there, uh, and, and hear a message from Peter. And, and so Peter is becoming that messenger. Uh, verse 23, and I'm from the New American Standard. I understand your pew Bibles are NIV, so uh, you, we'll, we'll be able to follow. Um, and so he invited them in and gave them lodging. And on the next day he arose and he went away with them, and some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And on the following day he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. And when it came about that Peter entered, Cornelius met him, fell at his feet, and worshipped him. But Peter raised him up and said, Stand up, I too am just a man. And as he was talking with them, he entered and he found many people assembled. 
And he said to them, You yourself know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him, and yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or clean. That is why I came without even raising any objection when I was sent for. And so I ask for what reason you have sent for me. And Cornelius said, four days ago uh, to this hour, I was praying in my house during the ninth hour, and behold, a man stood before me in shining garments. And he said, Cornelius, your prayers have been heard. Your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and invite Simon, who is also called Peter, to come to you. He is staying at the house of Simon the tanner by the sea. And so I sent to you immediately, and you have been kind enough to come. Now then, we are all here present before God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. And opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation the man who fears him and does what is right is welcomed by him. And the the word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of lords. You yourself know how these things took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee after the baptism of uh, John uh, that John proclaimed. Verse 38 through uh, for the next um, through 43. Uh, take highlight of those verses. I want to challenge you to memorize these verses uh, as we pull this into the message today about the messengers that we are. Uh, here's verse 38. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all these things he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, and they also put him to death by hanging him on a tree. God raised him up on the third day and granted that he should become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen before by God, that is to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him, all the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. Father, we thank you for the power of your word for the messenger of Peter, for the power of your Holy Spirit to challenge us and guide us as we live for you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So as I'm going through Acts and we're entering into the season that's before us, uh, um, Peter is becoming that messenger. And as he goes to Cornelius, um, he's, he's waiting. Uh, he's he's waiting for that message. I I okay. He uh, it's small back there, so I just don't know how big I made it. So I uh, you're you're okay back there. But he's waiting for a messenger. And the challenge that that I have for all of us today is, as you gather in the next weeks, as you gather, maybe not so much tonight, but Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the days after, are people waiting for a message? I think more than ever, 
We live in a time when our world, our families, our neighbors are waiting for a message. And God will send you and or I into their lives as God has sent Peter into Cornelius' life in a very unique way to, to proclaim the message. And, and so, our, we, we, brothers and sisters, we're, um, there are people waiting to hear from you. Or perhaps even you are. You're waiting to hear a message. Sadly, there are a lot of people, maybe some of you here today, who are waiting to hear an authentic, awesome, uh, heartfelt message from someone. Now there is a man or a woman of God, and they're ready to listen to him. And, and that, that sadly happens. Well, as Cornelius is waiting there for the, the, that day, he, he's called the people together. He's called the people together. You'll call your families together. We call our, our, our children to come to hear a message. Uh, and they, they, they've come together uh, be, uh, with reverence and respect. I grew up uh, at, at times when we would gather for, for Christmas and, and uh, in a Christian home, and, and the times would come when we would kind of like, okay, let's settle down and read the Christmas story. We'd gather, we'd sing some carols and maybe share some things. The, the little ones that I saw out here that uh, if, they, you know, if I was little at that age, anybody got a Christmas piece to say? And, and all of we, we gathered together. And for, for that, it was a time of anticipation, right? Some of you remember them. Some of you, they were nightmares. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you're glad that you grew out of that, that you were old enough, you didn't have to be in the Christmas program. Uh, but, but here we have Cornelius. He's, he's, he's waiting now for three days for this message. Um, and as we gather in the church or at Grandma and Grandpa's with our children to listen, what is that message? Uh, Peter goes on to say that you know it, it's um, it's not about it's it's not about the messenger. You know it's not about you. It's not about the pastor. It's 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 not about those who lead music. It's it's about the message. It's what is being said. And and Peter addresses that even in his tradition for him to be in his setting. He he's not comfortable. He in, in in his tradition he shouldn't even be there. And and we we have those comfort levels in in our homes. Um, but God had showed Peter as I want you to remember it is not about the messenger. It is about the message. It is about the right message. And as we gather, there is a message that needs to be heard, whether we're in the political world, whether we're in the gender world issues, or whether we're even in the family settings where we don't talk about religion and we don't talk about politics. Brothers and sisters, I believe more than ever, we need to be a people who are willing to be the messenger to share the message. We live in a culture, I, I, as I've gotten older, um, and, I, and I'll sit and sometimes listen to some of those specials on TV with the music and the carols, whether it's from the White House or the, you know, uh, the, you know, some of the other concerts. And we, the, the, our, our culture blends Rudolph with the manger, Frosty with the angels. 
I believe that we have a God who is strong enough and powerful enough to allow people to see the truth amidst that blending that is out there. So let's capitalize on it. Let's make a difference. Anyway, so, so Peter tells the story of Jesus, and, and the story of Jesus there in verses 38 through 43 are some great verses for any of us to memorize, to be able to, to articulate the, the, the message. But now here's where I come in uh, with my wandering. Um, as I've been working through this and I came on to Peter, um, I went back to the, the season of the year, um, Christmas. Uh, sometimes in ministry, uh, I've probably, I've written my own Advent focus and then something we would use the Advent wreath and sometimes we didn't. Uh, but sometimes then when I would write my own, then I would, the whole service would be on that. The message would be on that. Uh, and, um, I, I kind of had, I don't know if I missed it this year, but as I was reading it, I, I made up one. I said, you know what? This would work for Advent. And, and where it came from is, is Peter sits down with Cornelius and Cornelius says, you know what? There are some angels that came to me and told me to call for you. And so this is where I put Peter and I said, well, Peter could have, it doesn't say he did, but he could have said, okay, Cornelius, you know, there are, there are angels who came in the beginning of the life of Jesus Christ. And there are four different places where those angels came. And they came with a message. Let me tell you those messages. Let me share with, with, with those messages. And so, um, I, I, I kind of sat down and, and I, I, uh, I would, if I'd have done an advent, I would have been, okay, the first would be prayer and prophecy, the plan and purpose, the promises and protection, proclamation and praise. And all of that was, was some of that message that, that, that was there. And so we have this message that comes of prayer and prophecy as we well, think of all that's going on. And, and um, from Luke, uh, chapter 1, verses uh, 13 through 17. Hear the words of the messenger. Angels are messengers, and it's been handed off to us. Handed off to Peter. Handed off to us in the Great Commission. But here's the message just from the angel. It says, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your petitions have been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will give him the name John and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and he will not drink either wine nor liquor, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while his mother in his mother's womb. He will turn back many of the sons of Israel to the Lord God. It is he who will go as a forerunner before him and the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the disobedient to the attitude of righteousness so as to take uh, or to, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. The word of the messengers. The angel who comes. For you and I who will come into situations where we're kind of like, Alan, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God has been listening to your prayers for your grandchildren. Don't be afraid, Johnny, because God hears you when you pray. That's our message today. 
in today's world. Don't be afraid because God hears you as you pray. Don't be afraid because God may be picking this time, this moment, this year to respond and answer your prayer. As the angel came to Zechariah, as one of the first angels that came. In addition to the idea of prayer, is don't be afraid, America. Don't be afraid, Kirk Free, because God has a plan in, in fulfilling his return. Jesus is coming again. Amen. A lot of us smile and amen. But you know, there are probably people in, in our homes and our families who are just not, I'm not ready for this. And for us to be that messenger this year at Christmas to say, you know, the angels came and said, do not be afraid because I am sending Jesus. And Johnny, Jesus is coming back again. That's the message that I think we, we, we need to, we need to be challenged by. Uh, to, 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 to share this season. Shared this last week. Um, some of the board knows that, um, one of the churches I fill in up at Alexandria kind of uses some of these same thoughts. And after the service, I had a gentleman come up to me and he's, I think he's older than me, but, you know, maybe not. <laughs> it's hard to tell as my hair gets gray and whatever. But he came to me, he says, you know what, Pastor? He says, you have challenged me that this year I need to be a messenger to my family. And I don't know if it meant this fact that he's finally going to read the Christmas story to his family, or more than that, I, do, I don't know. But he should kind of say, you have challenged, I need to do it. And we talked a little bit more, and, and, I, and I said, you know, your children need to know that Grandpa loved Jesus. And so we need to be ready with the idea of the prayer and prophecy because Jesus is coming to get. The, the, the message that came is that you need to make ready is what John will do. And for us to add on to that, however it affects us, but today that message needs to be heard. That our prayers are being responded and the propheticness is that Jesus is coming then and he's coming again. Um, next one was, was, uh, the, the, the plan and purpose, uh, from uh, Luke as the angel, the second time came to Mary, said, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall name him Jesus and he will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. Again, brothers and sisters, do not be afraid because God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Isn't that what the message was to Mary? Isn't that, in, in a sense, the message that we can have to our family, uh, to our children, to our neighbors? Don't be afraid of what's going on today. Don't be afraid of the future because God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for you. He has sent Jesus, he is the Son of God, and his spirit was upon him. And then you could go into those verses in, 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 in Acts chapter 10 if you wanted to, but, but for us to be to just get in the face of people and, and don't be afraid. 
Because God has a wonderful plan for your life. Do you believe that? Then say it. And share it. And if you don't believe it, then receive it and grow and understand that. That that the plan that God had for Mary is no different than the plan He has for Kirk or the plan He has for for me in, 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 in coming days. And the purpose for the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God. Uh, to, to, um, to, to be a part of that. Um, Alright, we're almost out of time. Can I do one more? I'm going to be back in a couple of weeks, I think. Maybe not after today, I won't be, you know. But I'll be back in a couple, for Christmas Day, and then I'll take the, the, the rest of them, and then the climax of, of, of Christmas, of course. Uh, so, um, let me, let me just take the, the next one which has already been read for us, so I don't have to read it, uh, the promise and the protection uh, from uh, the angel that, that came. And then um, where he would save his people from his sin is what the angel told Joseph. And then in, later on in, in the chapter, at verse 13, Arise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. And then later on again, Arise and be with the child who... Um, for, his, uh, for those who sought his life are, are dead. Again, the promise that God is in it to protect you. Whether we're in school, to be able to just say, you know what, God has this. God's going to take care of me. When we're worried about uh, our future, as Joseph is concerned about what's going on with Mary, Again, I challenge you to pull this into your own life. And, and, and when God gives you that opportunity to sit down with someone and, and just, just share in the stories, and, and, um, and, and you can just, just look at Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, closing story. Uh, this week I had the privilege to sit down. Well, I, I do have a coffee shop. Any of you uh, people have your coffee clubs that you do, you know, once a day, once a week, or every morning, and things like this, and you're re- ready to admit it? Okay, okay. Some of you are admit it. Some of you, it's secret. You don't want your spouse to know that you go out for coffee with the guys, probably. Uh, but uh, I, I hit one of them in Kokato uh, about once a week, and I, I'm sitting there. Is this recorded? All right, I'll, I'll, I think I'm okay. But anyway, there's, a, there's anywhere from 8 to 10 to 12 guys that'll sit down. And I had a conversation. They all left, and it was just me and one other individual. And I know this is being recorded, but word has it he has no time for spiritual things. I could add some more to that, but I won't. Um, but I, I wanted to get to know this man. And so we sat, and we visited, and chit-chatted about this, and we found we had a lot of connections. I grew up in French Lake, and he had people who were connected over there. But was, all of a sudden, we move along. And you know what he said all of a sudden? He says, you know what? He says, I'm not afraid to die. And then he said, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I know where that came from. <laughs> I'm not afraid to die. And so took a few minutes to dialogue on that. And probably the one thing he said, you know, well, I said, you know, all the preacher in me, I, I use that a lot. I, and I, I can get away with it, I think. But the preacher in me, it's kind of like, would say this. He says, yeah, you know, I'm not afraid to die either. I'm right with the Lord. 
I'm not necessarily excited about the process. And uh, we, we dialogued on that. But again, we're messengers, whether it's in the coffee shop or whether it's sitting uh, around uh, the living room and singing Silent Night or reading the Christmas story. But there's going to come a time, I hope, and I hope you'll pray for that, when you're going to be sitting with, with, um, with somebody, somebody from the family, uh, maybe, a, maybe a son-in-law or a grandchild, and, and, and for you to just kind of say, you know what, Grandpa loves the Lord. You know, and you know that Jesus loves you. That's why he came. That's why he was born in a manger. That's why he died on the cross. Jesus loves you. And you don't have to be afraid of what you hear is going on in this world. You can trust Jesus. And Johnny, you need to trust him. You need to trust him as we go into 2023 or however that would go. But we are messengers. Messengers for the kingdom, for the kingdom of God. And um, it's an awesome opportunity uh, to, to, to be that. Um, are you ready to be a messenger? I hope so. I hope so. We can make a difference as the body of Christ. The church needs to be a people that have a message of hope the message of life. And do not cower under the rules and the regulations that we sometimes establish and say, you can't talk about Jesus. I dare you. <laughs> talk about him. And love, maybe some tact. You don't have to be stupid. But talk about Jesus. Because I'm a Christian. And I love Jesus. And Jesus loves me. So thank you, Father for the awesome privilege you give us to be your church, to be your messenger. There's times you send angels, but now more than ever you send us to point people to Christmas. In the wonderful name of Jesus we pray. Amen. This message was brought to you by the Kirkoven Evangelical Free Church of Kirkoven, Minnesota. If you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at kirkefree at gmail.com. That's K-E-R-K-E-free at gmail.com.